Welcome back, everyone, to the Insightful Devotion Podcast. I'm your host, David, and I hope all is going well with everyone and that you are having a fantastic day. Well, we are in part two today of our Mind Game series. And before we get started into today's message, let me go ahead and pray and we'll get into today's word because I know it is truly going to be a blessing for so many people out there listening today. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving and caring for us so much so that you remind us of who we are in you. So, Lord, keep us rooted in you so that we reflect your presence in our lives, doing your will and not our own. Amen. Well, last week we discussed the importance of seeking God. And if you didn't get the chance to hear last week's message on part one of the series Mind Games, please feel free at any time to go back and listen to that episode because it leads us into today's message regarding identity. Because on last week, I discussed how we must seek God, which is important because when we seek God, we will understand what he's requiring of us and how we must have the faith in him to believe that what God has spoken will come to pass. Now, I say that to say this, whatever you are seeking will eventually reflect your identity. Let me give you an example. Let's just say that someone wants to become a doctor. They will begin to seek a medical degree and obtain the knowledge that is necessary and will go through various tests and be faced with opposition. However, when it's all said and done and they continue to seek the things within the medical field and make the decision to remain committed until the end, they will have earned the title of becoming a medical doctor. So take a moment and think over the things you've been seeking because there you will find your identity. For when we seek God and live lives that honor his commands, we are told when it's all said and done within Colossians chapter three, verses one through four, it says this. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears then you also will appear with him in glory. Meaning, because you fixed your eyes on Jesus Christ and went seeking the things that are above in heaven where Jesus Christ is, then when he comes back to his earth in physical form, then you will appear with him in glory. In other words, we are in Christ and Christ is in us. And this is the way we identify ourselves, which is being found and Jesus Christ. So in today's message on the subject matter of identity, I want to pull a passage from Genesis chapter 3 verse 11 that shows us how when we allow the enemy, the devil, Satan himself to play mind games on us, if that pattern or cycle of lies isn't confronted, then we are in a position of utter ruin because of the way our minds will continue to think. Because not only does life and death come from speaking things, but the things we think leads to the things we later speak from our heart, which comes out of our mouths, falling off of our tongues, declaring our future. And in the verse I'm about to read, I love how God immediately confronts the sin that is trying to play mind games on Adam and Eve. It says this in Genesis chapter three, verse 11. Then he that he is God, asked, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? 
I'm going to read that again. I'm coming from Genesis chapter three, verse 11. It says this. Then he asked, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Now, many of us can relate to this when we've experienced situations that we've gotten ourselves too deep into. We can't even get out. Only for the word of God to remind us who told you that. Because the Lord says his hand isn't short that he can't save you. Now, the reason God asked us who told you that is because we did something out of his will for our lives by not obeying his commandments. In other words, we chose flesh and the things that allowed temporary pleasure, passions and desires over faith in God that is eternal. So when God speaks to Adam and Eve, he's reminding them that you're speaking something over yourselves. I've never spoken over you. And if I didn't speak it, then it's a lie. And that lie came from going against my commands that are designed to keep you in me. Because first John chapter five, verses one through four tells us everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God and everyone who loves the father also loves the one born of him. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey his commands. For this is what love for God is to keep his commands and his commands are not a burden because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. And with that being said, when God told Adam and Eve the right thing, although they were thinking and doing the wrong thing, it was out of God's sovereignty and love who knows the beginning from the end. He still loved Adam and Eve enough that in spite of their mistakes and the mind games the devil played on them by tempting them to choose personal pleasure over God's purpose, God knew that Adam and Eve would mess up. But in spite of their mess ups and mishaps, God still wanted to spend time with them. How do I know this? Take a look in Genesis chapter three, verses eight through 10. It says, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So the Lord God called out to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. Let me tell you this. If you feel that you're too far gone, whether you're listening to this message today or years from now, you are not too far gone. And if you're hearing this message, it is God allowing you to know that he wants to speak with you. He wants to spend time with you. He's asking you like he asked Adam and Eve, where are you? So right now, in the midst of the way your life is and the way it may be going, even if you're doing something you're not proud of due to the mind games that tries to keep you in bondage, because whenever we hide, God will find us. His eyes are on the just as well as the unjust. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He knows everything that we're going to do before we even do it. He just gives us the opportunity to come to him or we either choose to go away from him. But it's whenever we find out that our identity is found in God and his son, 
Jesus Christ. That is when we begin to stop the hiding and start turning our focus and fixing our eyes on the author and finisher of our faith. And we stop believing what the devil wants us to believe in spite of what we're seeing with our physical sight and how the devil will try to ensnare us and keep us from God, thinking that we've made too many mistakes, that we are condemned. Well, Romans 8, chapter 1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we can get that thought out of our head today right now. But we must also speak those things that aren't as if they are and declare the truth that God has called us to and has spoken over us, which is found in his holy word. Which is why when we are able to come to the conclusion that our identity is in Jesus Christ, we must be steadfast in the faith, which is defined as the quality of being resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. Meaning I am who and what God says I am and that alone. Because once you are confident in Christ, you can be in the midst of people that mean you no good, who say things behind your back and smile on your face. You can continue to be concrete in your relationship with God, even when it looks chaotic around you, because you know that God has the final say so. That steadfastness is rooted in the confidence that if God said it, I believe it. And regardless of what may come my way, God trusts us enough in him to be victorious. So don't allow self-pity to invite you to a pity party on Regret Boulevard next to guilt and shame. When instead, even when those emotions try to come up and rise up within us, we have the option in Christ Jesus to renew our minds with the word of God. And I also want to point this out that will allow us to be steadfast in God and remind us of our identity in him and how God has allowed us to defeat the enemy and become victorious in his son, Jesus Christ, which is in his gift of salvation. Because when mind games come to attack us, we can be reminded of Ephesians chapter six, verse 17, which is talking about the armor of God. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And when we begin to really understand how powerful the word of God is, that is when we will be able to see the change within our lives and understand how we are to apply it, which is the topic we'll talk about next week a little bit on how applying the word of God in our lives to renew our minds in him. When the enemy tries to play mind games and keep us in strongholds of cycles that have been keeping us there so long, we've lost who we are in him. Oh, but the devil is alive because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, for the word of God is living and effective. I'm going to stop right there. I want to really hit those two words. It says for the word of God is living and effective. So whatever you may be going through, whatever cycle you've gotten yourself into or allow people to speak over you or the enemy to just keep throwing words and keep you in cycles in your mind and playing games on you. The word of God is living and effective. It goes on to tell us this and sharper than any double edged sword penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit. That's it's going to get in there. Joints. And marrow, 
it is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. I'm going to go on a little further and read verse 13 because it's so impactful. It goes on to say this. No creature is hidden from him, but all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Verse 14. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. Verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. Verse 16. I'm going to stop right there in Hebrews chapter four, verses 12 through 16. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. And if you're tired of being played with your mind and thoughts that just come through your mind that you can't control then you need help you need God you need his word and you need to learn how to apply it in the situations you're going through right now you can't wait till everything's perfect to apply it his word is living and effective that means it's living and amongst the situations that you're going through right now it's living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And I really want to go on into next week, but I'm going to wait till next week. And when we talk about Mind Games Part 3, applying God's word in your life, because salvation is such a precious gift that believers in Jesus Christ are so blessed to have and should always cherish because Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through 10 says, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works so that no one can boast for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for another chance to come before you today. We thank you for your presence in this podcast, Father, and doing great and wonderful things within our lives, allowing us to remember that it is important for us to be alert and of sober mind, because if we're not, it could lead us to harm us or those around us. But because of your word that you've allowed us to hear today, I pray that it would resound in our minds and resonate within our hearts on how our faith is in you, God, our identity is found in you. And we are to remain steadfast in the Holy Spirit, believing and applying your word. So, Father, to the mind games that we've allowed the devil to play on us, I declare in faith and stand on your word saying game over and hello, new ways of thinking and doing what glorifies your name, O God, for you will lead and guide us. You are a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And we believe your word and we thank you for a righteous mind that honors you, a mind that is concrete in your word, believing in faith that you are faithful to your promises and that you love us so much that you are able to sympathize with us in our weakness, yet you are without sin. And because of that, we say thank you. Thank you for understanding, Lord, the depths of our soul, Father, for you created us and you know all about us. And Father, I pray for those that are hurting on the other side, that are just hearing my voice today, Father, and that your word is just 
penetrating their hearts. Lord, that you said in your word, if you hear the voice of the Lord, do not harden your hearts. So, Father, I pray right now that you would allow our heart to be soft, Father God, to where we hear what you are telling us. And Lord, we don't just hear, but we apply what you're telling us. So, Father, in next week's episode, I pray, Father God, that you would just allow their ears to be open and their eyes to see so clearly right now, Father, that they would believe in your word, which allows them to believe in you, Father, for you are the living word. And that they would be in close relationship with you closer than ever before, because, Lord, when you consume our minds, no mind games can be played with us because we know the truth, which is you. It's in Jesus name. We pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But I want all of my anointed God fearing podcast listeners around the world to know that the best is yet to come. Because, in fact, if you can see it in the eyes of faith, you are dwelling in it right now. That new mindset in Christ Jesus, that freedom in Christ that leads and guides you in him is rightfully yours in him because you are a child of the most high God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So until the Lord allows us to gather again, we'll continue on to part three of the Mind Game series entitled Applying God's Word in Your Life. Well, I'm your host, David, reminding you to be blessed, stay blessed, because you are blessed. <laughs>